0: Sixteen Tishrei, Tess Zion Tishrei, Tzadik, his life, seventeen, one twenty. In the year 5570, 1810, the Rebbe went to Uman, and there he died in 5571, October 16th, 1810. There were many incidents connected with each of his journeys and all the places he lived in. Some of them have been recorded elsewhere, but most of them have been forgotten. In addition, there were many more incidents which we do not know about at all, for there is no one in the world who knows the ultimate purpose of the Rebbe's holy journeys. Eighteen, one twenty-one, In the year 5565, 1805, between Pesach and Shavuot, the Rebbe traveled to Sharagrad and stayed there two weeks. This journey, too, was very mysterious. While in Sharagrad, he said to his attendant, the world longs for a leader of the Baal Shemtov's caliber, but even if they had one, they would look for someone better. All of a sudden, the Rebbe left Sharagrad and said he was fleeing like he would flee from a fire. Afterward, there were several big fires there on a number of occasions. Rabbi Nachman said, If only the people of Sharagrad knew the favor I did for them. Even so, at least this is better than rotting, God forbid. The inference of his remark is that through his staying there he had saved them from rot and decay, God forbid. These are the journeys of the children of Israel. Numbers 10, 28, 33, one. Happy is he who is worthy of knowing one single secret about his mysterious journeys. It is impossible to explain them in any simple way. At the time of his journey to Novorich, he said, If people knew the meaning of my journey, they would kiss my footprints. With every single step of my journey, I turn the scale of judgment of the entire world to the side of merit. Rebbe Nachman's Wisdom, His Praises, 21 At first, when the Rebbe separated himself from the pleasure of taste, he found it almost impossible to eat at all. But from his words, it appears that later on he was able to eat with absolute holiness. He no longer derived any pleasure, no matter how much he ate. But in the beginning... He accustomed himself to eat very little, and even eating this much was an arduous task. The Rebbe told us that he first began to eat again when he was at sea during his pilgrimage to the Holy Land. He saw that he could not sustain his life otherwise, so he forced himself to eat a little. From then on he would eat a small amount of food. But until that time he did not eat even that much. And though the amount he ate during his sea voyage was still very little... What he ate previously was much less. The Rebbe's pilgrimage to the land of Israel is a story of its own. He suffered bitterly, both coming and going. It took much effort and risk, overcoming many frustrations before he was worthy of setting foot in the Holy Land. This will be recounted in the next section, but only to a small extent. We will tell a little of the story, but to describe it all is impossible. 22 The Rebbe displayed outstanding saintliness in overcoming his bad traits. He told us a little of how he subdued his quick temper. At first, he was very bad-tempered, becoming angry at the slightest provocation. But because he wanted to be a good, kind person, as God desires, he began to work on his temper until he overcame it completely. He rejected anger out of hand, pushing himself to the opposite extreme. In the place of anger, he now had absolute patience and tolerance. The Rebbe reached a stage where nothing bothered him at all. He was so serene that nothing could annoy him. No matter how much bad a person did to him, he would tolerate it without any hatred whatsoever. He would love his opponents, not bearing any ill feelings toward them at all. The Rebbe was renowned for his outstanding serenity. There was a holy calmness about him where nothing in the world could annoy or anger him. He was just absolutely good. But he became worthy of this only in the Holy Land. The Aleph Bet Book Faith A. 41. In the world to come, the younger one is, the greater status he will have. 42. Jerusalem was destroyed only because the Jews desecrated Shabbat, neglected reciting both the morning and evening Shema, were lax in educating their young schoolchildren. Felt no shame in each other's presence. Equated the lowly with the great. Did not rebuke one another, but ridiculed Torah scholars. And there were no longer any men of faith in the city. 43. Jerusalem will be redeemed only through charity. 44. War is the beginning of redemption. 45. A person who raises pigs delays the redemption. 46. Jerusalem will not be rebuilt until there is peace among Jews. 47. That the Jews wander in exile from nation to nation is a sign that Mashiach will come. Kitzer Likutei Moharan 1. Lesson number 6. 9. When a person wishes to go on the path of repentance, he must be an expert in Jewish law. He must possess two types of expertise, namely that of running and that of returning, in the sense of rising and falling, as expressed in the verse, If I ascend to heaven, there you are. If I go down to hell, you are here. In other words, a person who wishes to return to God must gird his loins and strengthen himself in God's ways at all times, whether he is spiritually up or down. This is the idea of, if I ascend to heaven, there you are. If I go down to hell, you are here. This means that if a person merits some spiritual ascent to some high or even low level, nevertheless, he should not remain there and not be satisfied with this. He must be extremely well versed in this to know and to believe that he must always go further and further. This is what it means to know how to run. Conversely, Even if a person should fall, God forbid, to whatever place he falls to. Even to the deepest hell, God forbid. There, too, he must never give up on himself, God forbid, no matter what. Rather, he should seek and look for God, and fortify himself wherever he may be, in whatever way he can. For even in the deepest pit of hell, God is there, and even there it is possible to attach oneself to him. This is the idea of, if I go down to hell, you are here. And this is what it means to know how to return. It is impossible to attain repentance without these two types of expertise. And in truth, it is an extremely great expertise indeed to merit to know that one must exert himself and struggle constantly in the service of God and to continually anticipate reaching a higher level while at the same time not falling for any reason, no matter what happens, God forbid, Nevertheless, a person must never get discouraged in the least, and he should internalize, if I go down to hell, you are here. When a, preser- when a person possesses these two types of expertise, he thereby trods the path of repentance. Then God's right hand is extended to accept his repentance, and he merits God's honor. And through this he becomes a man to sit upon the throne. See Ezekiel one twenty six. Happy is he. 10. Repentance must have three components. A person must see with his eyes, hear with with his ears, and his heart must understand, and then he will repent. Isaiah 6.10 For a person must direct his eyes and heart to carefully examine his life and to look at his eternal purpose, and he must reflect deeply and listen attentively to all the words of our holy sages. Then he will merit genuine repentance. Rebbe Nachman's Stories, The King and the Emperor. They decided to get closer to it, and sent a man in a small boat to investigate. Meanwhile, they looked into the sea, where they could see the reflection, so that they would be able to guide the scout directly to the right tree, so that he would not go the wrong way. When the scout got there, he saw a person sitting in the tree, and he reported back to them. The merchant's son went to investigate for himself and he saw the emperor's daughter sitting there. He told her to come down. She replied that she would not go to his ship unless he promised not to touch her until they returned to his home, and he would marry her according to the law. He promised her, and she went with him to the ship. Soon he discovered that she could play musical instruments and speak many languages, and he was very happy to have found her. When they were beginning to come near his home, She told him that it would be proper for him to go home and tell his father, his relatives, and everyone else who knew him so they would come out and welcome her since he was bringing home such an important woman. She would then tell him who she was. She had earlier made an agreement with him that he would not ask who she was until after the wedding when he would find out. He agreed to go. She then said to him, Since you are bringing home a wife like me, It would also be proper that you give all the sailors on this ship something to drink. They will then realize what kind of woman their master is marrying. He also agreed to this. Restore my soul. Likutei Moharan, 32. Obstinacy is one of the main requirements if you are to serve God. Understand this well. Every person who wishes to enter the service of God, even the most insignificant of men, will inevitably have to endure innumerable ups and downs. He will find himself thrown down and cast aside in every conceivable way. To endure all this takes endless fortitude. At times, the only way to strengthen yourself is with sheer obstinacy. Nothing is more vital than this obstinacy. Remember this well, for you will certainly need it in your quest. The Muharan 2, 33 Know that all these falls and descents, all the confusions and destructions, are an inevitable preliminary to entering the gates of holiness. All the true tzaddikim and all the truly God fearing have endured all this. Likudemoharan 2, 48. 34. You may be so far from God that you imagine that your every movement is a blemish before God. In that case, you should know that when someone is so deeply sunk in the grossness of the world, every single gesture and movement that he makes to extricate himself little by little from his grossness is more dear and precious in God's eyes than words can describe. Even the faintest motion such a person makes to draw himself out of the grossness causes swift running in the upper worlds over thousands upon thousands of miles. Likutei Moharan 2, 48 Reb Nussin's letters, year one, letter number eleven. God knows how much I have felt for you in your straits, and how many times I have prayed for you, especially in Uman at the Rebbe's holy burial place. I am truly pained by all your troubles and by the difficult times you've had. You and I are brothers because both of us are followers of our awesome Rebbe. I tried to stake a claim for you on the merit of your generous gift setting up of the printing in order to do so today. So many. Thank God, His mercy has helped us thus far. The earth, the letters. If you should wish to donate more, many times more, everything that is in your heart to express in a letter. But you should know, my beloved friend, dear to me as my own soul, just as I desire And long to God that he will help you, sending you salvation quickly, and that he will now fulfill all that you request. By the same token, I desire long pine and hope to God more and more that when God does grant you success, you will be able to recognize where the credit for your success and salvation lies, and you will wholeheartedly and sincerely declare, I shall return to my first husband, for I was better off then than I am now. Hosea two nine, I needn't say any more. The fact of the matter is that your soul is and always has been bound up with mine. Just as I have never abandoned my first husband, neither have you. You have though made some mistakes and acted a little irresponsibly, which caused a bit of a chil hashem, desecration of God's name. You may have given us all a bit of a bad name. It looked as though you had lost all sense of priority and balance. God forbid and we're making the essential secondary and the secondary essential. This caused some unpleasant talk among the members of our group who take these matters quite seriously. But if I know where your heart really lies, a mighty bond of love ties you to the crown of our ancestors. But you have made a great many foolish mistakes. Even now it pains me, and I cannot hold back from admonishing you directly. You have erred so much in these years because you did not make the effort to get to Uman to pray at the Rebbe's holy burial place, which is your lot amid all your troubles, especially after you traveled home during the summer and on the way back you could have easily passed through Uman. But I imagine this way tremendous barriers, that anything which relates to strengthening His departure from the world, countless, always arise, measure. The truth is, however, that there are really no barriers at all, and the impediments are merely there to increase one's desire. The enormity of the barriers are, as you know, a sure indication of the importance of the goal. There is much to say on this subject. Thousands of pages would not be enough even to begin to explain it, On those rare occasions when we were together, you were so harried and preoccupied that it could not speak to you candidly. Nonetheless, for an intelligent, charitable, and kind person like you, what I have written here will suffice. Reb Letters, Year 2, Letter number 239 I have already spoken about this a tremendous amount, but it appears that I have to go back and repeat it a great deal more. There is no end to the changes which take place every day, every year, every month, and at every moment, globally, locally, within every family and circle of friends, and with every single individual, as God daily performs deeds of unfathomable greatness and awesome miracles, beyond all number or measure. It is necessary to believe, though, and we can see it a little, that the good really is dominant. For God's kindness is never cease, and His compassion is never-ending. His loving-kindnesses in general, and with each and every single individual, are reborn anew every morning. It is already explained in our books that a person requires deep advice every day, that is, to cry out from the depths, the depths of his heart, as in, from the depths I called you. He must do this until he can plumb these depths and draw out the deep advice which is newly born there every morning, as in, he reveals profundities out of the darkness. Job 12.22 It is this advice which constitutes the essence of the kindnesses that are elicited every day. And through the advice comes faith, the source of complete healing, as explained in the lesson Sound the Shofar, Faith. Lukutai Muharan two five. The only thing I added to this was that a person needs to affect this every day for it is written there that this whole process is parallel to the creation, which was dark at first and afterward light, and this creation reoccurs every day. It is impossible for me to elaborate on this because I am writing all this before the morning prayers. Daylight has begun to shine and the time for prayer has arrived, so this will suffice. May God help me pray with concentration and at least focus on the simple meaning of the words. Most of all, May He help me pray in accordance with the teaching, Make a window for the ark. See the Moharan 1, 9, and Sohar. And be sure to at least say the words truthfully and simply. May God hear our prayers, our pleas, and our conversations with Him. And may He help us and save us from all our troubles, difficulties, and suffering. May He speedily send from heaven complete recovery from all our illnesses and pains. And in particular... May he send it to your son, David Svi, son of Hannah. may he live, among the other infirm of Israel. Now too, my dear son, fortify yourself determinedly, rejoice and be happy over his miraculous salvation, whereby he supplied the cure in advance of the illness, by allowing us to hear original Torah teachings such as these which have no rival. It is impossible to express just how high into the exalted supernal heights these teachings act. Actually, actually, reach, but even on the simple level, they constantly revive each person with eternal life. I do not have time to talk about this right now. The words of your father, pained by your suffering and waiting to rejoice over your salvation soon. Nasan of Breslov, Shemot Hatzadikim, Giborei David, Yashavam ben Chachmoni, Elazar ben Dodo ha'achochi, Avshai Achi Yoav. Benaya ben Yehoyada, Asa el Achi Yoav Elchanan ben Dodo mi Bitlachem, Shamot ha Harori, Cheletz Ira ben Ikesh ha Tekoi, Avi Ezer ha Antoti, Sibchai ha Chushati, Eli ha Ahochi, Maharai hanatofati, Cheled ben Baana hanatofati, Itai ben Rivai, Megivat ben Benyamin, Yamin, Benaya ha Peratoni, Hurai minachale gaash, Aviel Ha'arvati, Azmavet Habacharumi, El Yachba Hashalvoni Bnei Hashem Hagizoni, Yonatan Ben Shagei Harari Achiyam Ben Sachar Harari Elifal Ben Ur Cheper Hamachirati, Achiyah Ha'ploni, Chetzro Hakarmali, Naari Ben Ezbai, Yoel Achinatan, Mivchar Ben Hagri, Tzelek Ha'amoni, Nachrai Haberoti, Yira Hayitri, garev Hayitri, Uriah Hachiti, Zavad Ben Achlai, Adina Ben Shiza Haruveni, Hanan Ben Ma'acha, yoshafat Hamitni, Uziyah Ha'ashterati, Shama, Yiyiel B'nei Chotam Ha'aro'eri, Yidiyael Ben Shimri, Yocha Akhiv Hatitsi, Eliel Hamachavim, Yirivai, Yoshavya Bene El Naam, Yitma Hamoavi, Eliel, Oved, Ya'asiel HaMetzovah. Nassim's Prayers 1. Prayer number 9. Kind and loving God, help me direct my prayers upward to you through the gate of the tribe in which my soul is rooted and from which I was hewn out. Let my prayers ascend through the right gate and rise up to heaven, through the land of Israel, through Jerusalem, the temple, and the Holy of Holies, until they rise to the place of your dwelling. Give my prayers the power to arouse the constellation associated with each person's gate and tribe, so as to shine down upon the world with goodness and blessing, to bless all the fruits of the earth, and to give us success in all our efforts. Livelihood Loving God, send me my livelihood before I need it. Provide for me generously and unsparingly through legitimate means without my transgressing any prohibitions. Grant me my livelihood easily and honorably from your wide and open hand, without my having to suffer pain and degradation. Let me not need to depend on human gifts or loans. Give me everything I need so that I will be able to do your will and engage in your Torah at all times, day and night. Grant me Torah and prosperity together. Zivugim, Marriage Partners Have compassion on me. And help me conduct my marital relationship in great holiness according to your will. Give help to all those of your people, the house of Israel, and all our descendants who need to find their marriage partners. Arrange that each one should be sent a good match from heaven. Let no one find himself with the wrong partner, God forbid, because of our sins. But help each Jew to quickly find the partner most suitable for him or her according to their soul roots. Torah Study Master of the universe, help me study Torah for its own sake at all times. You have taught us that prayer can only be complete through study of the Holy Torah. When a person turns his ear away and won't listen to the Torah, his prayer is also an abomination. Therefore, help me engage in Torah study day and night, so that you will lovingly accept my prayers. Help me sing out at night at the beginning of the watches and pour out my heart like water before you so that we will merit complete redemption by our righteous Mashiach. Let my prayers be a sword and a weapon for Mashiach, as you have intimated to us through your holy sages. Lovingly help me bind all my prayers to the true tzaddikim of the generation, who have the power to elevate all prayers through the appropriate gate and tribe. Faith. Hashem, surely faith is what you want. That is where your eyes are directed. Please help me. Inspire me to have holy faith in you at all times, without a moment's break. Bring me and all your people Israel to perfect faith. Let us believe in you and your true tzaddikim without faltering. Let us be free of all confusion and not deviate from our faith in any way. Let me believe in all the holy miracles you have done for us. You have worked the most amazing miracles and wonders in every generation right up to the present. The higher and the lower miracles those that have been revealed and those that remain concealed, those within nature and those beyond nature, general and specific miracles for every single Jew, every day, every hour, and every moment. Let me and all your people, Israel, believe in all these miracles unreservedly and with perfect faith. Silence the mouths of all the liars who want to put doubts into our hearts and cover up the miracles with natural explanations. Cover their faces with shame. And let them search out your name, Hashem. Have pity on me, and help me avoid being influenced by such people. Remove any inclination I may have to listen to them. Give me the power to crush them and uproot their wicked ideas entirely. For the slanderers let there be no hope, and let all the heretics, wanton sinners, and atheists perish in an instant. Put it into their hearts to repent, and let them all recant their evil and confused opinions. Let all of them return to you genuinely and honestly and recognize the power of your kingship. Eretz Yisrael God of faith, help me come to perfect faith and bring me to Eretz Yisrael, the place of our sanctity, the root of faith, prayer, and miracles, the fountain of life, the source of the Jewish people's closeness to their Father in heaven, our holy place, our pride, the place of our vitality and long life. Father in heaven, have pity on us and grant us as a gift of love that we should soon move to Eretz Yisrael and live a life of true service of God with reverence and love. Hurry and free us from this deep exile away from our land, which has lasted for so many years. Gather us in peace from the four corners of the earth and speedily bring us up to our land in pride and dignity. Master of the universe, you know that the only reason for this long exile has been our weak faith. This was why we first went into exile, and we have still not done enough to strengthen our faith. That is why this bitter exile has lasted until now. Please take pity on the Jewish people, because we have no one to stand up for us. Only your great name will support us. Plant your holy faith in our hearts, and keep it firm from now on and forever. Free me from the sinuous doubts and questions in my heart. Let me never entertain the slightest doubt about how you run the world. Let me always just believe that you are just and righteous, for the word of Hashem is just, and all His works are done with faithfulness. All your, all your commandments are faith. They have persecuted me falsely. Help me. Be kind to me and answer me, and help me have perfect faith at all times in the merit of faith bring us back to our land very soon as it is written come gaze from the peak of amana emuna faith speedily in our days amen.